Well, good morning, everyone. Sorry for a little late start here, just a little technical difficulty on my end. But uh, hey, good Friday morning to you, September 1st. I can't believe it. Holy cow. And uh, I hope you guys, uh, I don't know that you care, you know, about college football, but I love college football. I think many of you do. So um, I had to remind everybody that a week from tomorrow is uh, the big Iowa, Iowa State game. And I know many of you probably don't care, but but some of you do. And it's just, I can't believe it's that time of year already, right? So jumping into to fall is crazy. So uh, good luck. Uh, we'll, it'll be interesting because of all the stuff that's going on with the betting and what starters are gone and suspended, et cetera. So should be a really interesting game, right? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, the agenda then, just going through our announcements like we normally do and all of our market updates, and we'll end with some questions and comments. So uh, be ready to type in any questions, comments, thoughts that you have. I love your feedback. So we'll go right into the rest of our announcements today. Uh, these are the uh, thanks, Kaylee, for getting these set up for us. Um, we're really kind of leading with all of our Medicare updates. So if you haven't been able to attend one of the live broker uh, kickoffs, sneak peeks, whatever they might call it, um, uh, please you know, take a look here because we're trying to get all the carriers to jump on our marketing Monday calls from 11 to 12 on Mondays. So you can see that starting on September 11th, we've got uh, UHC's updates, and then we're going to toggle back to Oscar uh, in the under 65 market there on September 18th, uh, hit Aetna, Humana, Health Partners. And then um, can I make sure that everybody on the panelist side has muted their microphones, please? Thank you. Uh, and then uh, we have the medical associates. We'll start getting into some of the group updates toward the end of October. So we've still got some more being scheduled. I know that. And just check out khiagents.com if you need to get registered for any of those. And don't don't forget, they're always recorded as well. So if you miss one of them, you can always go back to our portal and listen to it on your own time. Um, and then uh, training, training, training. As you guys know, we kind of talk about going back, kids back to school, and then you, we're all going back to training in September. So uh, here's what we've got for the KHI Wellmark face-to-face -face fall training, uh, three continuing ed credits. Uh, we do have the virtual session we've thrown in there as well. If none of these sessions work for you, Wellmark does have some additional sessions. Um, as I mentioned there, um, the October 5th, that's a Wellmark general session. Hopefully one of these dates works for you. We're having all of these KHI branded uh, meetings. Our, uh, on, our virtual one is on the 20th, and that is KHI branded, and that's for our agents. But uh, again, if you can't attend any of our four sessions, then you can jump on the general session there on October 5th. I did see registration is open on our portal as well. Come out and see us. It is usually a really good time. I uh, appreciate you coming out. And then, oh gosh, I, only three more monthly market updates. Um, that's what's happening today. And then we'll have our next one on Friday, October 13th. Ooh, <laughs> wow. And then um, November 10th. And then we will move our December one up uh, to Friday, December 1st. And again, those are always recorded. And don't forget about the podcast on these. I uh, I've uh, shown it to a lot of a lot of folks so that, you know, Lynn, these don't work for my calendar, but certainly you can you drive. And so if you drive and you can uh, get access to the podcast, the audio portion will be. And then if something trips your trigger and then you can get out to the KHI agent portal and take a look at the slides if you care. And we usually have the handouts attached there as well. All right. 
So kind of a last call for our NAFA Iowa State Convention that's happening uh, literally next week, and um, which is why we're doing this call today. Uh, so if you haven't registered yet, I think you can probably still register. It's in Cedar Falls, and it's, it really is going to be a fantastic a uh, couple days. It, we have the kickoff on Wednesday night, of course. It doesn't last three days. A lot of people go like, what? It just is all day on the 7th and then a half a day on the 8th, but really good stuff. And, and this is, you guys, this is about investing in you. This is about your professional development and really motivational as well for your life. So um, we always line up really great speakers. And of course, KHI will be there uh, very strong and we'd love to see you if you can come out. It's not too late to register. Please uh, take a look at the website there and get registered. If you have any other questions, just get a hold of me or Brenda. Okay, and then here's our Partners in Excellence results through September 1st. Thanks, Erica. She always pulls this for us, and then Kaylee puts it on here and makes it pretty for us. So uh, congrats for all of those that are on here. When you're when you're on this sheet for the <laughs> this late in the year, this is good. Remember, we do count one ones. So all the work that you're going to be doing through the rest of the year counts. And so keep up the great work um, for all of you that are on this list today. And if you're not on the list, uh, don't give up because there's still hope. We take approximately the top 10% of our agents and um, those are who we celebrate. And, and we also celebrate our rising stars. So keep, keep fighting, right? Uh, and we also celebrate our, we call them our diamond award winners. And that's literally by book of business, the size of your book of business. So we take the top 5% of agents there. So anyway, keep going. You guys are doing awesome. And we love seeing your growth. We love helping you grow your business. And so many of you are, and that's why KHI is experiencing such nice growth. It's because you guys are growing. That's amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, another one, we've got a new staff directory coming out soon, a little change in format. I'm pointing this out to you today because if you'll notice um, the way we've got group and individual, so your leadership team, me and Brenda and Misty at the top, and then our group team, our individual team, administration team. Um, but I really want to highlight the group team and the individual team, and I'll tell you why in just a second. But then on the back would be um, any of you that use us as your referral partner, um, that's on the back side, and then we've got those designated email addresses. And I know a lot of you keep these close to your telephone and your desk, right? Or you keep one in your portfolio, so you always know how to get a hold of us. Uh, but what I want to point out is, Brenda, this is Brenda's idea, and I, I, I think it was Brenda's idea. This is a, is a great idea. I think these are one of those, um, wow, I'm in the shower, right? Ideas like, this is like, we should do this. <laughs> Um, and so we're going to implement this, and it's going to be two separate. Uh, we envision 800 numbers, right, just to make it easy for you guys, but two separate numbers. One would go directly into our individual sales and service team, so you don't have to call into the main desk. You certainly can if you're not sure who you need to talk to, but if you want to go directly into the individual sales and service team, uh, we'll have one number for that. If you want to go directly into the group service team, we'll have a number for that. So be watching for that. And we want to make it easier for you guys to get to where you need to get to and not have bottlenecks at our front at the front desk. Um, so that's the point of trying to do this. So uh, we'll be rolling this out sooner than later. We just need to get the 800 numbers ordered. But um, I love it. This is the kind of stuff I'm going to touch on this later where we always look to how can we make things easier, better, faster, more efficient um, as you try to access our people and as we continue to grow, uh, quite honestly. <laughs> so, 
All right. Um, and then, uh, ah, oh, announcement also, congratulations to Jeff Mark and Jeff Payne. So these are uh, my, my rookie photos that I took at the uh, Wellmark kickoff event for their Medicare Advantage plan on August 18th. And so I just want to say congrats, you guys, uh, Jeff and Jeff. That is Jeff squared. So we got the Jeffs that are that are getting awarded. And I got to tell you guys, five people were recognized at this diamond award level. Um, and they do have this new uh, award that they just identified. And it was just in one of the blue briefings. I think maybe I maybe I put something on it here. But um, anyway, uh, I'm so proud because there were only five winners and KHI had two of the five winners. <laughs> so that was really cool. And like a proud mom, I was up there with my little camera taking pictures. So <laughs> congrats, guys. And uh, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll go right into the other. There's a keynote speaker. And if you are kind of a geek sometimes and it's a Friday and maybe you're like, you know what, I'm going to take a few minutes and just just kind of focus on what I can do to improve my business. Just like that's what keeps me and Brenda awake at nights, right, is trying to think about what can we do. And I know our staff, too. They think about ways that they can be more efficient and be more helpful to you. Um, but this guy, this keynote speaker was Jeff Havens. And so um, <laughs> the title, Uncrapify Your Future, was he was hilarious. And um, I was I clicked on his website. If you Google him and you'll see that little video that comes up to uncrapify your future. And then you can click that. It says, see the keynote in action. Um, and I clicked the one to say the need to innovate, because this is what he was talking about at the, this Wellmark event that where Jeff and Jeff got got recognized. And so I took a few notes, but I shared this with our team as well, because you guys, anybody and everybody can innovate and do what this guy's talking about. He talked about some crazy things like how we ended up with, you know, wheels on luggage, how we ended up with streaming music services instead of, you know, we used to have eight track and cassette players. Right. And even DVDs. Um, so it it's so interesting, his talk. But I, I just want to say this. Ask a question about your business. And, and I'll just use um, Brenda's idea. I'm sure she was saying, how can we make sure agents get directly to the department they need to, but still get a live person? We don't want you having to get automation and whatnot. We want you to get to the place you want to get to. Um, and then you start brainstorming possible answers. Well, how could we do that? You know, what should we do? Um, and so the idea is, what if we came up with another, a couple of phone numbers um, that we need to get out there for you guys. We need to get that on our updated staff directory as well. So you have easy access to get to us and then and then just execute it, then just do it. So now we need to order those 800 numbers and we'll put it in. And maybe it works. Maybe your feedback is that was dumb, you guys. Why did you do that? Um, but the need to innovate, continue to um, re-examine your company, your business, your processes, how you do things. So it was just ask yourself the question, think about possible answers, and then do whatever you thought of, and then repeat the process, right? And always do it. He says, you know what? We're doing this all the time in our home life where we ask questions about how could I do this better? You know, how could I rearrange the family room so that, you know, the TV is accessible from when I'm in the kitchen preparing dinner? You know what I'm saying? It's like we ask ourselves these questions in our personal life all the time. Apply it to our businesses. Apply it to our processes of how we do our business and how we do our work. And I think you'll find that, holy cow, great things can happen. Um, you know, I know we were just thinking of how can we automate the PDP process? Like, right, that's how could we make that easier, better, faster? 
Um, and so we continue to, to look at solutions for that, just like I'm sure you do as well. So um, those are, that's all my comments on that. But that was the Wellmark AEP kickoff event. It was by invitation only. And if you want to get there, sell some more Wellmark product this year and you'll be invited. It was a really great event. And uh, congrats again to Jeff and Jeff. That, that's fantastic. All right. Hey, um, as I said, KHI is growing and uh, we're adding to our contracting department. Um, and so Ashley Landsman, we want to do a huge welcome to Ashley and joining the KHI team. And she just started with us on Monday this week. And so she'll be getting up to speed. You know, Nicole is really leading our commissions and contracting department. They do work hand in hand. Uh, and so, um, Ashley, we're so happy to have you as we continue to grow. And you guys refer agents to us, and we thank you for that. And don't forget, there's a $500 bonus if you do that. And they, they actually come on with us and write some business or move their book to us. Uh, so uh, just a reminder there. So we are we are seeing more traction there. Um, you guys are moving your all your business under KHI. Thank you. We've had some of you that go, well, I'll just do this carrier with you or this carrier with you. But as you know, it can be really efficient if you move most of your business under KHI and let us help you manage all of your carrier relationships. And we're happy to do that. If you have any more questions on that, too, please get a hold of me or or one of our uh, benefit consultants on the group side or or Erica and team on the individual side. Okay. Hey, another welcome, Tiffany Nielsen. Welcome, Tiffany. So um, we've got Tiffany now in our Johnston office. She's primarily responsible for individual market agent referrals. So um, we've got folks that, again, don't want to write some of this stuff and refer. And it's nice to, you know, Coran has done a fantastic job for us in Fort Dodge uh, and has handled a lot of our agents statewide. But we're trying to have a little more coverage there as uh, of course, Coran could use the help because many of you refer this business uh, to another agent or to us. And we don't care if you find another KHI agent you want to refer to. That's fantastic as well. But many of you come to us and we want to be there to serve you. So welcome to Tiffany as well in our Johnston office. Uh, super, super great to have you. And then another announcement. Um, this is regarding Medica recontracting um and it's uh we it's painful and and nicole again nicole and team and just as we get get uh, uh our, our new folks up to speed we, we it's like holy cow uh so all hands on deck because medica and i've got an announcement on blue cross as well recon sending out new contracts so no, watch for emails and it may come from us or it may come from medica but if you want to write this business, be watching for that. Um, the deadline is October 1st, and so it's going to be happening soon enough. Here we are September 1, so they'll give you a few weeks here, I'm sure, in September to get that done. But all agents will be recontracted, so be watching for that. And it will be, I'm sure, electronic signatures, so take a look at it. And, I mean, you know, some of you guys go, well, I've got to get that to my attorney, or I'm going to go over that with a fine-tooth coat. Well, good luck because you either agree to it, right? So you can write their product or not, but you should know what you're agreeing to. So yeah, take a look there. Uh, here's the Wellmark announcement. I mentioned this last month. It's because Wellmark is adding these new MAPD hierarchy levels. If you have five or more producing agents, et cetera, you want to talk to me if that is happening. Um, but again, agreements will be updated by 9-1 and need to be signed by agents. So don't uh, be surprised if you see something come out from Wellmark as well. So Wellmark and Medica, watch for that. Um, usually in Wellmarks, they are talking about commission updates. That's when they're recontracting. So they added the hierarchy levels for some. 
Uh, for the rest of us, it's the MAPD commissions. Um, no changes, but they'll pay the highest allowed by CMS and then uh, a little increase in small group and otherwise really no other changes, but be watching for that. They are sending that out, okay? And then uh, Wellmark did announce, and I didn't see this in a blue briefing, but they announced this at the Wellmark kickoff, the, the Medicare Advantage kickoff meeting. And why there? Because they have HMO products in the Medicare space. They have HMO products, of course, in the individual and family space. And they have HMO products in the employer group space. So that's why I'm announcing this for all market segments. But this idea, and I just read a stat on this as I was perusing the internet last night for helpful information for you today, um, that it is true that, that health costs per individual go down when people are tied to a primary care doc. When you know who your primary care doctor is, you tend to go, you tend to build a relationship, you, me, tend to lower our healthcare costs. Maybe it's because we catch things sooner, you know, et cetera. So, Wellmark says, we want you to select your PCP. It will be a requirement, is a requirement on HMO products, but they want to make it super simple. So, the, the PCP is selected through the member portal, and it will be reflected overnight. So it used to be first of the month following, and then there was all this, you know, back and forth. So it will be re it will be reflected overnight. It needs that cycle, that overnight cycle. If you don't or I don't select one, and I go to my PCP, it's going to put her her or him down as my PCP. Um, and if my main one is not available, and I can see somebody else in that practice, um, that's fine. They can suffice as your PCP for that visit. Because as you guys know, especially on the ACA plans, when you're doing your preventive exams, you have to be going to your PCP to get that zero copay um, on many of the plans. So anyway, that's true <laughs> uh, regardless right, of HMO or not. I know I'm on a PPO, but I have my primary care doc, so I got to go there to get my free preventive on my ACA plan. Um, but anyway, so Wellmark wants to make sure you are aware of that. And if you need to help your member do that, just know they do it through their member portal. Uh, and then they announced the Wellmark small group ACA rate increases. And um, this was helpful because I think all of us are trying to figure out, you know, what's this fall going to bring? As you know, um, and I'll talk about this in a second, too, that, you know, September 1, we start the, the December renewals are coming out, December 1s. And then, of course, October 1, uh, we'll get our January 1. So, so notice that we're seeing here and they're reporting a 0.9% increase on HMO and POS plans and a 2.1% increase on PPO plans. Now remember, these are averages. It could vary, but, um, but just I thought it was helpful to see. These are, these are pretty good. When you can get you know, below a 5%, uh, it's really good. I think I've seen times right in the small group space that you know, it's gone up double digits. So maybe, maybe we'll have a, 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 an easier, perhaps could have an easier fourth quarter, we'll see, on renewing of, of plans. Uh, okay. And then regarding another announcement here on MayBIP and um, just an upcoming event, I'd like to try to keep you guys current on what's happening with, especially with continuing ed. And so I did see that the September program, there will be an ethics. I did see that. So I think it's a Delta Dental ethics. Um, usually they will file a new course uh, through NABIP. So um, that hopefully counts as new, but double check that. You'll want to look at the course number and make sure it's been a refiled um, ethics course, because I know we just did uh, Delta Dental Ethics at NAFA, uh, and so I don't want you to go and then not get credit. 
but there's the link. Um, um, just do the nabipiowa.org and then you can click on upcoming event registration. But I just wanted you to mark these two dates on September 19th as well as October 18th if you need CECs. All right. So usually they do a couple hours from nine to 11. So, all right. And then also I just uh, wanted to share with you guys that, you know, we said goodbye to our friend and agent, Tammy Rowe. Many of you knew Tammy. Uh, Tammy wrote her well-mark through uh, KHI, did some good business with us and had had a, we'd had a good friendship over the years and she's in the Coralville area. And uh, so if you ha if you want more information on that, just you can Google her obituary. Uh, but 65, you guys, she was 65 years old. And I don't know about you, but that's not old anymore. <laughs> and uh, the note note to me, uh, I went to the funeral, it was just yesterday. And the note that I took away, right, is, is the one we always get. And that is live every day to the fullest. Always, always, always live every day to the fullest. We don't know when our last will be. And so um, anyway, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that about about Tammy. So uh, wishes for her family and prayers for her, uh, her, her husband, Raleigh, and daughters, uh, Tiffany and Tana. All right. So employer group updates. Uh, here's our question of the month, drum roll. And uh, so we're going to come up. I actually did two of them because we had two of these come up. But on average, what percentage of small groups take Wellmark um, PPO plans versus HMO plan or POS plans rather versus HMO and PPO? And so we got these statistics directly from Wellmark that about 40% uh, have HMO plans, 6% have point of service. And I just did the subtraction on that and said, okay, well, if it's um, 46, and I probably did the math wrong there, right? So hopefully that's close, 46 plus 54. Hopefully I did my math right. So therefore, 54% should have PPO uh, plans selected in, in terms of the number of you know uh, actual employees uh, that are enrolled in these plans. So. Um, and then another question kind of tagging on to that, I thought was worthy to just share at the same time, then what Wellmark small group ACA option is the most popular? And it is the Complete Blue 4000 is the most popular small group ACA plan with Wellmark. So I thought I'd give you that information. And I want to say a uh, shout out, Jeff Payne. Thank you, Jeff. I think those came from Jeff and you, my team can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but thank you. And if you guys have interesting questions, sometimes we'll just post those. Because if you have them, probably another agent has that same question. So uh, thanks, Nakia and team, for the idea to do question of the month. And we'll keep doing that on our employer group updates. And let me keep moving here. So here's the deadline. So today it's September 1st. We've got about right two more weeks uh, to get those October 1, that new business for Wellmark. You've got a couple weeks to get that in. And um, then, of course, renewals for Wellmark. We've got until Wednesday, September 20th. And then UHC ACA. And by the way, I just we heard from UHC this week. Their ACA rates coming up maybe in 24 are going to be uh, more competitive. So, of course, we'll be helping you quote those out this, this fall. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Friday, September 15th for both new and renewals with UHC ACA. Uh, and then for Health Partners Unity Point Health, our, their ACA new and renewals aren't due till Wednesday, September 20th. And they even give you some wiggle room on that. So. Um, of course, we always want our employee, the employees to get their ID cards before the effective date, but something's happening and they are lenient, I will say. And the other carriers, maybe not so much. <laughs> so thank you, Health Partners, for that. Okay, and then the Delta Dental, I put September's 
um, effective date on here as well because it's only September 1st. But but you do have till next Friday if you want to get that Delta Dental small group um, new or renewed business for September 1. And then October's is the 10th for October 1st, is that Tuesday, October 10th for an October 1st. So they really give us leeway for that Delta Dental small group. Um, again, very flexible there. And uh, okay, this is a good reminder that the annual disclosure to Medicare eligible employees deadline is October 15th. What does that mean? It means um, that employers must send the annual disclosure notices to all Medicare eligible individuals by October 15th. Um, and remember, if that means that my spouse is on the plan and they're Medicare eligible, they've got to cover that, right? If my spouse is on the plan, they've got to send it to my spouse as well. So um, obviously employers, it's, it's really around the prescription drug coverage because somebody is going, oh, I'm sure the health plan is credible and I'm, I'm creditable. And I'm like, yeah, well, the drug plans sometimes aren't. And so, uh, it, you guys, it really, uh, a lot of this is when you really get to those higher deductible plans and if those drug plans have that high deductible applying as well. So, um, each carrier has to determine whether their plans are creditable or non-creditable for this uh, reason. Because if somebody is Medicare eligible, and let's say they go ahead and take their A, uh, now they have to get a, a credible D because they have either A or B. Remember, Part D, the drug plans, <laughs> you don't have to have both A and B. You can have, you just have one or the other and you can get your Part D. Well, they're saying if you get your A, it's free. Hey, no worries. Great. And you waive your B because you're still working, but you're going to be so in trouble if you go, if you, if you have a non-creditable drug plan and you're supposed to have a creditable one and then three years later you go to get one, you're going to have a penalty because you didn't have credible drug coverage when you were supposed to. Um, so I tell people, if you're going to keep working, don't take A or B. And then you can have non-creditable coverage and who cares because you're not, you're, you didn't take your A. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, but this is so important. And it's important you as employer group agents understand this to explain it to your employees uh, or your employer and employees. And so at the same time, the employer then has to send a disclosure to CMS. Now, this is done on an annual basis, but you'll notice it's done tied in with their renewal. And it says it's no later than 60 days from the beginning of the plan year start date. So they have to disclose to CMS. And it's an online deal. Again, we're here to help you if, if you're not sure what this is and you need to help your employer group do that. Uh, but we'll be reaching out to you, of course, via email, advising you which of your groups have non-creditable coverage. And I know we always go over this in fall training with Wellmark. So um, get your ears uh, perked up for that if you're coming out to fall training or jumping on virtually. All right. Uh, okay. And um, I'm going to just check something here under the chat uh, to see Lynn just Oh, my audio's cutting out a little bit. I'm hoping you guys can still hear me okay. Uh, apologize if I'm cutting in and out. Um, we are, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the internet. I'll just, okay, can I blame the internet? Okay. Uh, okay, next, next slide here. So I did already tell you guys this, but because it's not October 1st yet, this will be the last time I remind you that um, when you're working with principal, they're saying that all transactions must be processed online. And we do that for you guys. So, you know, just keep working with us. If your principal's not with us, move it over to us. Um, that would be great. Uh, otherwise, um, just know that we do a lot of this for you guys. But, um, but yeah, everything's moving electronic. And, and, you know, it's cool, too, because if you're using an electronic enrollment platform, 
principle so good about connecting like a lot of carriers to that platform, whether it's employee navigator, ease, et cetera, right? Okay, and then this is just a reminder, and I know this is a duh, but I gotta say it because it's September 1st today, December renewals are coming out. So look at your 12 ones, know that you're gonna start to get that information, prep yourself, your clients, et cetera, um, to let them know it's coming. Uh, uh, October then, obviously, October 1-ish, right? It's usually right around the first of the month. Uh, January renewals come out. So our team is hand, all hands on deck trying to help get those pulled down. We, we want to look at them as well before we shoot them out to you. So as soon as we get them, we look at them. We, we, we want to have the ability to have a conversation with you around what we're seeing in these renewals and, and have some suggestions and ideas for you as to what you might want to do. Uh, so, okay, just know that. Um, and then this, um, I just finally luckily caught this and uh, thanks because I had an agent kind of reach out and go, what are we doing? What, what's KHI doing for captives, right? And so I remember a few years back, it was um, before pre-COVID at a, a health underwriters at the time, now NABIP uh, symposium, we had a, a carrier partner come down and present. They sponsored us and came down and presented to us about captives. And I know there's some, like, I think Holmes Murphy has their own captive. Um, and it's kind of like, I was kind of scratching my head once this legislation came through. So the captive that must have been offered in Iowa was not domiciled in Iowa. So maybe this is all this means is that, you know, we now can have captives uh, in Iowa. And so, because I think captives obviously are in Iowa today, but now you can actually have a captive um, insurance program in Iowa, domiciled in Iowa, offered to Iowans. So um, Kim, Governor Reynolds signed it uh, on June 1. It went effective July 3rd. And I've reached out to um, a captive that did come down. It's Berkeley. And so I'm playing phone tag with him. But as soon as I have some more information on that, and I had an agent just ask me the other day, why captives? Why would you do a captive? You guys think about alternatives when employers are trying to find ways to lower costs. We know we have fully insured. We know we have partially funded, right? Um, partially self-funded. That's like an HRA buying down deductibles. We know we have level funded. We know we have self-insured, full self-insured products. But what else do we have? Okay, we have association plans. We have PEOs. I mean, what else do we have? We have captives. So it's another tool to try to lower uh, premium costs for employers, but there's rules and laws around this as well. So um, anyway, more details to come on that, and um, we'll be bringing you some information. And I think not fourth quarter is kind of what I'm thinking, unless you've really got somebody that's desperate uh, for something. We've got so many alternatives right now for how we can help our employer groups. So, uh, but just kind of know that captives are coming. They're, they're in Iowa now. It, it, we can have them. <laughs> uh, the legislation took effect. So um, there's requirements, et cetera, as you can see there. So um, they're saying, okay, the Iowa Insurance Division hasn't licensed any captives yet <laughs> to work in Iowa. It's like, hmm. So, okay, more to come on that, <laughs> more to come. Okay, jumping over to the Medicare market. If you completed your AHIP certification yet, and if you're only doing Wellmark, you can do Pinpoint, but um, many of you, most of you know, you have to offer other alternatives. And so AHIP is out there for us. And don't forget then, once you do your AHIP, you gotta do your, a or your carrier certifications, right? And so I just did a quick snapshot of our, 
our webpage on the agent portal, and here's all the carriers, all the links, the training information that you need, and everybody's open now. Everybody's got their uh, their uh, training is available and and out. So I think Wellmark was one of the last ones, but now they're out with their Medicare Blue and their MAPD. Cigna was one of the last ones uh, to to get their information out as well. Uh, but that'll be a PDP product here in Iowa. We're not seeing any MAPD action yet from Cigna. We know Cigna in the group space as well, um, but here with just their Part D drug plan paying commission. So if you haven't gotten contracted, again, there's another uh, get get contracted because Cigna seems to come up as a, as a good player and they're a well-known name. So it's all out there on the agent portal. Uh, take a gander. And then a couple of the things I just wanted to remind you out on the KHI agent portal around Medicare compliance. So this has been another really hot topic right now. And I know our team is here to help you stay compliant. And so I really appreciated that 2024 Medicare compliance guide. So feel free to get out to our site. I didn't attach it today for those that, I mean, are interested. Just head over to khiagents.com and get to Medicare compliance section and you'll see it there. But there's the, uh, it's a really thorough guide um, as well as agent do's and don'ts. And then of course, uh, we've got some specific carrier-centric clarifications. And, uh, you know, it's one thing when the training says one thing and then the carrier says something else, but there's all this conversation right now, you guys, about these scope of appointments and how they're going to come down. CMS is going to be doing more inspection, monitoring. And you know what they do? They reach out to the carrier and they say, carrier, get me um, the scope of appointment for, um, you know, this client or a client or whatever. And then Walmart kind of does a or I'm sure Aetna as well, but Wellmark seems to be doing the one that follows up on these and says, okay, randomly, okay, Lynn Schrader, uh, show me the scope of appointment on this client. I'm like, I better be able to present it, right? And and what they're saying is, if we look and see that the date you conducted your uh, meeting with them and actually enrolled them is the same date as when they signed the scope, uh, we want to make sure we know why. Um, and we are seeing clarification that walk-ins are still available, but we can't abuse that. We can't, <laughs> we shouldn't say it's a walk-in when it's really not a walk-in. They could call a client and go, did you really just walk into that agent's office and do business and you didn't talk to them ahead of time? So we're concerned about how they might be monitoring us. So just, you know, just take caution that they are going to be clamping down on the scope of appointment rules that it must be two midnights, 48 hours. You must get there, uh, go ahead. And so Ah, just keep keep on top of that and be thinking about how do I do that? Um, you know, can you send it to them and then, you know, have them send it back and they drop it by the office? Um, again, it has to be signed before you see them. So, um, and it is talking about an individual meeting that you have with them. So, um, okay, I'll leave it at that. I could beat that one to death. I think I already did. Um, and one more thing around Medicare forms and templates. This is the time to be sending those letters out to your clients if you haven't yet, asking them if they'd like to do a review. Um, maybe you ask them for their updated drug list, um, et cetera. Some people have been putting the scope in there um, and then having them return it. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, just know that there's all kinds of information out here for you to use if you want to on your uh, letter. Uh, we, I like the um, creating a Medicare.gov account sheet is is a good one. Um, the Rx list that we have out there for you. I'm, I'm showing you things down by where it says annual election period prescription drug plans. So 
there's some good stuff out there and feel free to take it and make it your own. Uh, it should be all customizable and should be like in a word format so you can easily put your name and, and whatnot in there. Okay. All right. Um, and then a reminder on AHIP cert. If you did your AHIP really early, um, thank you, Erica, because I think this was something that Erica brought to our attention and talked to us about this last month. But go back into your um, your certification and it's your AHIP, the Medicare training. Scroll down to my certification and then complete the 2024 course CMS updates. And then you need to up, review those updated slides for modules two, four, and five. It should take you right there. Again, if you have any trouble with that, reach out to our individual team. Um, they'll help you, Erica, Julie, Angie, Kim. They'll help you get through that. But um, just know that. Go back and double check that so you're not having any trouble. Because if you're trying to upload your cert and you don't know why, that could be why. Okay. And then this is kind of a bugger, but I think the company, I understand why. They're, they have blackout periods for transfers. It's not new agents, but it's for transferring agents, moving books of business, buying books of business and having to move them. They're saying we're putting a, a timeout on this. And so this should have been done prior to fourth quarter. And many of these start 10-1, but you'll see their health partners starts 9-1. Um, you'll notice Humana has some different dates. So I kind of put in their agent release timeline there that um uh, that's that you can see at the bottom of the page there. So uh, take a look at that. So, you know, just you're going to have to sit tight unless you can get the movement done prior to these blackout dates. And you guys be thinking, too, about people inside your agency. If you've had people leave your agency and you need to get their book moved under somebody else inside your agency, this is where it gets important to get that done before these blackout periods. OK, otherwise, honest, you guys, what ends up happening is the person that left some you got they got to do their certification so you can still get paid and it's nasty so um just note to self hopefully nobody leaves you during this time of blackout because it's a bugger okay some more blackout information continued here on well care and so a lot of you have big well care books of business and you'll notice here that um for a broker versus an agency um how the how the hierarchy changes and and when they suspend doing these um, these, so just notice, you guys, it, a lot of it ends December 7th. They're like, okay, we're out of our busy time on December 7th. So um, anyway, just note that it's super important. So for all these carriers, uh, WellCare especially, because I know a lot of you guys have a lot of PDP business with WellCare. Of course, they're not here with their MAPD, and I wonder someday maybe they will. They're big MAPD provider over other states, uh, but not here in Iowa yet. Okay. Um, and then this one, this is important to note for your well care members. And I just said a lot of you have a lot of those. If you've got folks that are tech savvy and they like logging in and creating their accounts for all these carriers, um, just know that they will have to re-register this year. Um, and of course, it's security, right? And, and everybody's putting two-factor authentication in. There's the two FA, is two-factor authentication. And it's a pain in the butt, but it is, it does prevent folks getting access to information they shouldn't get access to. So there's nothing really you need to do about this, but just know that members are gonna get an email or a text um, about this change and holy cow, um, it, it's, they're gonna have to re-register. So just note that and um, notice there too, I think you can see they'll have to um, use their email address, right? They have to use an email address. So 
Okay, enough on that one, I think, for well care. I, oh, there is an attachment, by the way, and thanks, Kim, for uh, throwing that out there for us. So that is the loan attachment that should be in there when you pull those down on your um, webinar slide portal there. Um, okay, if you want more detail, because you might have to walk one of your clients through that if they call you with a question. Okay, and then um, last but not least with the well care ready to sell requirements, so what they're asking here is the two-step process. They're saying complete the annual certification training in the Centene Learning Center, which, by the way, right, we know Centene uh, owns WellCare. And then I swear, okay, we'll talk about Centene on another slide. It has to do with uh, AM Better, AM or AM Better on the under 65 space for us. But anyway, I'll talk to you about that in just a second. But notice it's then signed the third-party marketing entity agreement. Um, and that needs to be done by the end of September. And so get that. Failure to sign will preclude you from attaining 2024 ready to sell status until the agreement is signed. So just know, go in there and sign that third party marketing entity agreement. OK, so take care of that. These are just helpful reminders. Please do this so you don't get into trouble when you're starting to quote. And you wonder why you can't quote or you can't access their training and certification. Uh, another update from UHC, and this just popped in yesterday, that early kit ordering and UHC certs are open. We knew their certifications are open, but you can also order your kits. Um, and so she, they're just talking here, and there's a little bit more information in the email. You probably all got it as well, but I just thought I'd throw it in here and make sure you know. Um, they're trying to, of course, drive you to submitting, you know, everything electronically. Um, but but if if you you know if you need some you know paper forms, etc. Um, you can certainly get those from them. So, but notice that you can receive if you get your stuff in uh, orders for enrollment guides received by Sunday, September 5th will be delivered on or before October 1st. So, um, okay. And you'll notice here, it's the enrollment guide without application form. So it takes up less space. So they really are driving you to do it online, but it is that piece that's really good to, um, you know, sh share with your client, right? Okay. Um, and then, um, yeah, this was an interesting piece. Um, uh, thanks, Brenda, for sending this over. But remember we talked to you guys about some of the legislative changes that are coming down the pike in Medicare. And um, the first 10 drugs uh, that are subject to the Medicare price negotiation have been announced. So here are the 10 drugs that will be up for negotiation um, between CMS and the pharmaceutical companies. So whether it's Pfizer or Merck or some, all those companies. Um, don't forget, though, these prices don't take effect until 2026. So here we are working for the 2024. So we've got two more years um, until these come out. And then, of course, they're working on additional ones. But, but there's some hope here for your clients that are using some of these uh, medications. So, um, and I just, and just listed there, you know, what they're used for. But, um, yeah, okay, here we go. And then I thought it's helpful too in the Medicare space to know what else is coming up on Part D changes. And so this is um, in 2024, the big thing that's happening besides, okay, the deductibles going up, the initial coverage limit has, is going up. But um, notice how in the catastrophic um, period, if you will, um, the 5% coinsurance requirement for Part D enrollees in the catastrophic phase will be eliminated. So this is interesting. So 
So that's where they were talking. And this is, they announced this at the Wellmark AEP or the, yeah, their little kickoff they had for their MAPD product. But notice this. So it really says they're shifting the responsibility then um, in part to the carrier. So look at that last bullet. The Part D plans will be required to pay 20% of the total drug costs in that phase in 2024, up from 15% in 2023. So the government and the Part D plans are stepping in to cover this. So we don't know what this is going to mean, this change alone, because you know, the, the carriers obviously have to have their plans already ready to roll out by now. They've been approved. Um, we're doing the training, et cetera. And then we're getting some of these sneak peeks. But I'm sure we'll find out what the price increase on the Wellmark drug plan did. I believe it's going from that 17 up to about 20 bucks. So it's still a, a decent priced plan, but it, it did go up and it could be partly because of this. Um, and so just know that, that that's one of the things. But then check this out. 2025, and I know I was getting confused, that's when the coverage gap will be eliminated. Um, and so the out-of-pocket drug costs will be capped at $2,000. And I thought this was interesting that in 2025 then, Part D enrollees will have the option of spreading out their out-of-pocket costs over the year rather than face high out-of-pocket costs in any given month. So that'll be interesting to see how how they're doing that and, and how that will be goodness sakes. So they've got, I guess, a year. And that's, again, it's on the, our carrier partners. God bless them. Because <laughs> they've got to, you know, go hand in hand with the government on how they're rolling this stuff out. So it'll be interesting a year from now what we see from the Part D drug plans and not only standalone drug plans, but as they are built into the MAPD plans, uh, Medicare Advantage plans. So I really like this. Um, thanks. I think this was Tracy Hitchcock. I'm going to give a shout out to you, Trace. Um, I think it came out of the state of Minnesota, but it was helpful because it's the federal program. But this was a great timeline. You might want to screenshot this or as soon as Kaylee posts the slide, uh, take a, a, get us a, a slide from, from us on this Inflation Reduction Act timeline. So you can see what's already gone into effect this year, right, where drug companies pay the rebates if drug prices increase faster than inflation. inflation. There you go. $35 a month Part D insulin, zero cost for vaccines. So we knew all that was happening now. Um, but in 2024, there's where 0% coinsurance when you reach catastrophic coverage and full extra help is expanded to 150% of federal poverty. So that was usually between, it was like, you know, one, maybe 125 and 150. They had some different things. But anyway, you can just see there, uh, I thought this timeline was really helpful. Um, and you might want to share, you know, have that available to share with your clients. So they know you're the expert. You're telling them what's going on and what's what, what's to come. Um, okay. Let's jump over to the individual market. Um, this is Ambetter's map on where they are today. And they are not coming into Iowa in 2024. They are not coming. Ambetter or Ambetter. I'm going to say Ambetter. Um, they are in all these states. And you guys, we have a contract with Ambetter. So we've already got the contract. They're not coming into Iowa. But if you sell in Nebraska or Illinois or Missouri, uh, especially even Kansas and our surrounding, those surrounding states, um, go ahead and get contracted with us so you're ready. Uh, Brenda literally talked to a contact at Ambetter and said, this was yesterday. He said, we just found out four days ago we're not going to be in Iowa. And the scuttlebutt was, whoa, another carrier's coming into Iowa. I'm sure they filed all the paperwork, but he told Brenda that it had to do with um, its provider. It's the provider 
um, uh, penetration, if you will, that they, they aren't meeting what they need to in terms of having the providers they need uh, to enter the state. It's, uh, I believe they call it provider adequacy. And they didn't meet that, but they were very close, he said. So stay tuned because most likely they'll be in in 2025. Um, so maybe don't hesitate. Just get your AM Better contract um, so you've got it. And then you'll be all ready to go next year when they come in. Okay. So that is the word on that. And then um, the Health Sherpa and FFM training, um, of course, I, I, I beat this thing last month, I think, and the month before, but you can do your, M your CMS enterprise portal is usually where we go. It's the marketplace learning management system, uh, but you can also access it through Health Sherpa and get two free CECs. There you go. So um, and it's, it doesn't cost you anything. So if you want to go through Health Sherpa, great. You can keep Doing it the old way you've done it, that's fine as well. But that is open and ready to go. Um, there it is. You just, when you go to your CMS portal, it just says right there, Health Sherpa training. Um, you can do that, or you can do the MLMS training that's up above, the first one listed, that CMS offers that at no charge. But you'll notice that you can get that with CEs, um, continuing that offered through Health Sherpa. Okay. There you go on that. And then this, uh, again, I've already talked about this, but I, I just want to reiterate the consumer consent documentation. This started as of June. Um, but if we're assisting consumers applying for and enrolling in marketplace coverage, we have to document their consent prior to accessing or updating their info. Um, and then CMS doesn't care how you do it. So you can record a phone call with their approval. You can use text messaging. You can do an email. Uh, electronic document with digital signatures, a physical document with a wet signature, right? It's up to you how you want to do this, but you have to get their consent. Um, so make sure you're doing that as well. We've shared in the past some of those documents um, in case you want to use something that they would actually sign. Uh, they've got model notices from CMS. So again, it's out on our individual market corner uh, on our website for KHI agents if you need access to that. Um, and then also, Health Sherpa says, um, right, that they include the consumer consent form when you send a link for a customer to auto-enroll. So if you're sending them a quote electronically, they're going to get that. You've just done a quote for them and you sent them a link to auto-enroll, then they'll get that. And so you'll see it. It'll And so kind of heads up um, and notice your name will appear um, in that privacy statement. And that's what you've set up on your settings page. So double check on your settings in Health Sherpa if you want to use this uh, this this technique, I guess, of getting their uh, consent. And then it's documented and it's all there electronically. So that's kind of cool. And uh, and now you'll notice that they are requiring then at the end of the application, if you didn't have them do it <laughs> electronically, then they want to know how did you do it? Then up, upload your consent file, which could be, uh, it could be an audio file, right? Could be whatever electronic medium you have. Um, and if you already have proof of consent in your own records, then you can click that button or upload a consent file later. But just know they're going to prompt you for this before you complete enrollment to make sure you've done this, right? Because, again, they do monitor this. And this is just like the scope of appointment on the Medicare side. So we want you to be ready for that. Okay. I know we're getting to the end here. We had a lot to cover. The Wellmark rate filing, I talked about that already for individual. You're going to see a minus 7.4% decrease. Watch for letters going out. Hopefully they word the letters better this year than they did last year, which caused so much confusion, but should have good good rates, it looks like, coming out um, for January 1. 
And then the grandmother, grandfather, the reason I bring this up, you guys, is stop telling your people, you just stay where you're at. You really need to quote for them and make sure that they have, you know, I know they like some of their old plans, but just they're getting continual price increases. Um, so just don't ignore your grandmother and grandfather plans telling them, ah, oh, just sit tight. Um, here's our unemployment stats. It stayed the same again, 2.7% unemployment. So that is the, the stats through July. And you'll notice June was the same. Again, 2.7% in June. So um, anyway, that I wanted to show you. And then um, last but not least, as we get into our federal updates, they're, they're out seeing people. And so I just had to throw these pictures in here. Brenda got a great shot of her and the gov. She was out at the state fair. And then there's Zach Nunn with Brenda and I and a bunch of NAFA folks um, there at the at our latest NAFA meeting. Zach came out and he was at the fair, but he came out to see us and then headed back. So have you seen your representatives this summer? Um, that was kind of fun. So more to come, I'm sure, next month as they get back into session and we see things that they're starting to tackle that impact us. And so, yes, let's do questions and comments. Let me um, click over to that. And um, okay, let's see, love the phone pool. If you could have extension numbers for each group, that would be great too. Okay, um, okay, so maybe so maybe what you're saying is, because uh, now with the R800 number, it, it's answered live now. There is no um, other, like, like you, you don't have to, you don't get prompted for that. But you're right, if you do dial one of our numbers, you can prompt for an extension. So okay, good good idea, Andy, we'll, we'll look at that. And then, um, okay, Jeanette, thank you. That'll be super efficient for us. And um, somebody said, did anyone else lose sound? Can you guys still hear me? Can somebody just chime in and just, just type something in and let me know that you still hear me? Okay, thank you guys. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Uh, you can hear me. And then uh, another question, do phone calls, uh, let's see, require an SOA in advance or do we call those walk-ins? Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> Okay, great. Thanks, Chris. You can hear me too. Um, so that's a great question, Melissa. Do phone calls like into you, right, uh, require an SOA in advance or do we call those walk-ins? Um, and technically, if you have a phone call with somebody and you're talking to them about the plans um, and you're setting an appointment, then they're supposed to have the SOA. So technically, could you email it? Um, they and Brenda chimed in here because you and I were just having this conversation because how are we going to handle this? You send them a scope and say, I'll, I can meet you in two days. Um, and then they get the scope. If you can email that to them and they can print it off and sign it and date it when they got the scope and they're agreeing to that. And then Brenda, help me. Cause yeah. I think we're getting <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you are supposed to have a scope 48 hours prior to talking to them about their benefits. So like we're we, supposed to have it in hand. Is that, is that the key? We're supposed to have that in hand before they well, come see us? If you get audited, let's just say this, you're going to have to provide it. Yeah. Right. So is there a gray so, area? Of course there is. But at the same time, I mean, if you, if for whatever reason something happens and you write, wrote an app and they, you know, questioned it, you'd have to provide the scope and the date on the app or, or whenever they were, you know, could prove that you were talking to them needs to be, the SOA has to be 48 hours. It needs to be dated 40 hours before, I guess that's all I'll say because it, it is, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, we yeah. are, we are sending a PDP letter and the RX, blank RX form and this SOA 
and we are asking them to return that. So we're trying to collect as many up front, even though we know a lot of them might not need to change. If we're going to do a mailing, it doesn't cost us any more to put one more page in there. So we're just throwing yeah. it in there. So let me clarify, because Jody just responded back and said, incoming phone calls do not require an SOA in advance. That's that's true. And if you're doing it over the phone, right, That like on that phone call, you're doing it over the phone, then do it all electronically. And that would be considered a walk-in, right? Because you're, they called in and you're dealing with them right then. Um, and so Jody's saying the phone call itself doesn't require an SOA in advance. However, changing a plan, you need to record the call. Then you're going to need the SOA, and then it would be. I, then I would say it would be considered a, a walk-in. I mean, like quote. I mean, in quotes, right? If they call in and you do it over the phone. There's there's definitely some gray areas here, and um, we just want to make sure you guys, you know, do what you need to do, for sure. But goodness sakes, you know, the idea is right that the client has enough time to really consider because they're doing this right because of the bad actors again. <laughs> Because of the people that are taking advantage of <laughs> They don't go after folks. them anyway, which is so frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Well, I know it's 10.04. I don't see any other. Okay. One other. My understanding is the client signature is 48 hours in advance. I think the member can bring it in with them for the meeting. It doesn't have to be in hand um, 48 hours prior. And then, okay. Thanks, Jeff, for, for your thoughts on that. Does Wellmark accept a general SOA? Um, I think they do. We Don't, fought with well, them. Well, yeah, we fought with them on that. Erica, if you're on, maybe you need to pipe in, but I thought they, they have to accept it. But if you're enrolling, Erica, help me out. Are you on there? Maybe she had to grab a call. Because I know we used to fight with them on, they thought we had to use their SOA, and I thought we got past that with them. Yeah, I, I'm confident we did because I think it, it's it's even in the CMS guidelines. Can you use a generic scope of appointment? And the answer is yes. I think the the thing is they don't we don't want another carrier's information on it. Like so, you there is a generic <clears throat> scope of appointment that is not carrier centric, right? Right. Because so, when you're talking to them, you may not know what carrier. So how exactly. would you know what care what one for them to sign if it's not a generic one? And we have a generic SOA out on the KHI agent portal. If you want to pull that down, you can do that. Okay. All right. Well, we've, I apologize, you guys. We, I started us late. Otherwise, I would have been right on time today because of my stupid technology issue here. But um, <laughs> but I'm going to go to the question of the day. Um, and so here it is. Let's see if I can get to it here. What is the record between Iowa and Iowa State? What is the record between Iowa and Iowa State? Let's see if anybody can do fast finger. Google that. Google that. GTS. <laughs> Google that stuff. There you go. Google that stuff. And and Ryan Hicks says, and, and everybody else is being lazy because they're like, Lynn, that's too much. It's 46. There you go. Ryan Hicks got it. Uh, Lindsay Redmond got it. Uh, good job. Chris Kellenberger got it. 46.23. Um, you got it. And I'm going to give it to all three of you guys. You, you guys are rock stars for hanging on with me today. Kaylee, Ryan Hicks, Lindsay Redmond, and Chris Kellenberger. Um, please send them a $25 gift card from KHI. And uh, appreciate you guys so much. Gosh, uh, that's it, I think, from this end. So you guys enjoy. Uh, go Iowa, Ryan says. And Lindsay says, thank you. And, of course, I got to say, <laughs> Chris says, tell Allison, go Hawks. And I'm going to say, go Cyclones. <laughs> Oh, uh, you guys have a great day and uh <laughs> um love you guys and uh just holler if you need anything we're here for you. All right.
Have a great day and a great weekend. Happy Labor Day, too. Have a great weekend. Okay, bye-bye.